Welcome to the Unexpected Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And we got a good episode today. We're running through a little bit of extra technical on our side, but behind the scenes, we'll tell you guys about it later. Oh yeah, definitely. How was your weekend, Manny? How you doing? Uh, cold, actually. Cold? Yeah, it was fucking cold, yes. Yeah. Really, really cold. Do anything special? No, just finally hit up a brewery that I haven't gone in such a long time, honestly. Uh, when I went some high school buddies, but definitely enjoyed it there. Food nice. was always, food was just good as as always, honestly. Yeah. All right. Well, you sent me a picture that you uh, put those lights on your car, though, right? Yes. How hard was the install? Easy, right? Oh yeah, it was just easy. I mean, uh, the only thing you have to worry about is just like how you're gonna plan the routing of the wires and everything. Yeah, you don't and want it to look janky. And where you want to stick the LED uh, the LED strips, honestly. Okay. Cool. That's what a bitch. I've been enjoying it, honestly. It looks kind of weird still driving at night with those flashing lights all around me and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I'd imagine that throw you off a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like when you're a kid and your mom's telling you not to turn on the light in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She would always threaten me that we'd get arrested or like, pulled over for that shit. I always heard that, too. I know. I don't know where it came from. I still don't know if there's an actual law for it, but... I think it's just a Mexican thing, honestly. It might just be. It really might just be. Because so, I've only heard it through other Latinos and Hispanics, not from other people, honestly. It's that minority paranoia, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really be like that. Sometimes, sometimes. I know I've been pulled over a fair share for not doing anything. What do you mean? Well, all right. I was in a Caprice, but I don't know if that counts as anything. Okay. But literally, um, I used to have the Caprice Classic Wagon. Yeah. And, you know, that was like the first car I actually like modded and worked on and built, you know? Yeah, every now and then you're always talking about it. I fucking love it. It's like, you know, that's where it all started, you know? Mm -hmm. But, man, was it a cop magnet, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Like, legit, I would be driving one way on the street. Police will be driving the opposite side, and they'd bust illegal U-turns just to come get me. Why? It's, it looks like a cholo car, and I'm a little brown guy. <laughs> wow, okay. It it got so bad that... And, you know, mind you, dude, I wasn't really, like... For me, everything was cars and, like, sports. Yeah. I didn't really do anything fucking crazy. Too crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> it got to the point where they started knowing me. Yeah, they pulled me over and then they go, "Oh, it's you! Just get the fuck out of here!" And I'm like, "The fuck, man!" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've been pulled over like that. Search the car, like before. Honestly, you know, before I knew my rights and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Now I wouldn't let them get away with that shit. But you know, when you're a kid, it's kind of like they tell you, "Hey, get out of the car!" Blah blah. blah. They start digging through it, trying to find dope money or something. <laughs> so yeah, no, there's there's a little bit of paranoia for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had a car that was just like a cop magnet, like hot like that? No. No? We'll get you one. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> this fool. No, it, it's not fun. That's the only thing I don't miss about that car. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> but all right, Manny. Let's uh, kick off the headlines, man. All righty. So we've been seeing a lot of stuff that's happening with the PlayStation 5 release, right? Yes, sir. Uh, you told me something interesting, but I'll let you explain that. Uh, yes. With, it has to do with Walmart, correct? Correct. So Walmart had their stuff to release at midnight yes. on their website. And for some reason, they're not up to date with technology, man. <laughs> they don't know how maybe eBay auctions go or what, but they were not prepared for scalper bots. <laughs> And they sold out in seconds because they had no protections against the scalper bots. Wait, wait. So for people, what is a scalper bot? So basically, kind of like with eBay Motors and different auction things, they're auto bidders. Mm -hmm. They're going to automatically bid and try to buy something or outbid something up until a certain price. So no matter how many times you bid and try to hold it, it's going to keep outbidding you. Mm -hmm. For scalper bots, what they're doing is they're putting them in their carts online and buying them outright before anybody can you know physically as a human go through and buy it yeah so walmart had no protections for these and they sold out in seconds and there were several scalpers that literally bought 
dozens to hundreds of them. Uh, the one man reportedly bought $200,000 worth of PS5s. Why? <laughs> to sell them. Two, 200, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. That's to the level it got. And because Walmart had no protections, almost nobody, like a regular person just trying to buy one for themselves, got one. Yeah. And, I mean, who knows? Hopefully they're not going to the scalpers and, you know, paying their extra three, $400, whatever they're charging for them now. But that's fucking insane. That's Walmart needs to step their game up. They're too big of a company to be doing mistakes like this. <laughs> they went the cheap route to make money. I, I mean, yeah, I guess as long as they got theirs, right? Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Manny? You've I mean, seen them on Facebook Marketplace. I've been, yeah, sure. I've been seeing them on Marketplace, OfferUp. Um, probably the craziest one was on Marketplace. The, this dude had it at like... Yeah, fifteen hundred. Man, uh, the majority of the time I sell them like around nine hundred to eight hundred, max around one thousand. But this one took the cake, honestly, with fifteen hundred. So when I saw that shit and everything, I was like, "It's like, it's like, do, are people actually buying this at this price, or is it is it because they want the clout that they have like a PS Five already?" I mean, it could be. It honestly could be the clout. Personally, I wouldn't buy a new, brand new console at launch. It's the same concept with cars and stuff. When you have like a brand new platform or anything, there's going to be some defects. Yes. Speaking of that, another video I saw Mm -hmm. was one of somebody's PS5 glitching out. Yep. Completely, completely glitching out. The display PS5, I think it was at a Target, was overheating. And crashing. Oh, man. Uh, there was... I, I, I'm going to say if it was a, t- a Twitch streamer as well, or I don't remember like what platform he was uh, streaming or anything, but his... Apparently, his PS5 was also reported like just crashing and everything for because of storage issues. Yikes. Storage issues. Yes. Storage issues. Already? Issue, yeah. There's already issues with storage issues. Oh, man. Again, you have games... Like, what do we say? It was going to be like around 800 gigabyte hard drive. I believe so, yeah. And if I remember, the Spider-Man Miles Morales game was about 100 gigabytes. Mm-hmm. So it could be like too overload on storage that maybe it's causing these issues to crash. Who knows, honestly? Uh, there, I've seen a lots of reports of people like having their PS5 crashing for overheating and stuff. Um, there was one meme that someone made where they dumped their PS5 in a in a bathtub, yeah, and said that he created a new cooling system, a water cooling system for his PS5. I showed that to all my friends that are all in PC, and they was like, "It's like, bro, why would you even do that?" It's like, hey, if it works, it works. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's crazy though because I mean, like I said, I wouldn't buy this console at launch. I am actually gonna buy the PS5. But I'm going to wait because there's always going to be these defects and bugs, especially with this first wave of batch and everything. And right now it's just not worth it because of all the scalpers scalpers that we're talking about, honestly. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine buying one of those at eight, nine hundred dollars and then it just overheating on you or crashing? I did see someone actually buy one for eight hundred, no, three hundred dollars. It was the official box and everything. But when you opened up, it was just like the original PS4. Oh, that's dirty. Yeah. <laughs> that's wrong. Yeah. Um, I think I saw a friend... Well, hold on. If you were buying a brand new PS5 for $300, all right, like... It red flags all over the place. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of on you. Yeah. I did see a friend, like, she... Uh, she Apparently, she actually bought it for $1,000. I gave her shit for it. And I think she blocked me because I can't see her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> apparently it was for her boyfriend or, or I don't remember her husband I don't remember which one she had because nobody knows these days anymore <laughs> it's complicated it's complicated I everybody think it's, just, it's complicated <laughs> I think it's just complicated because of the whole pandemic situation but yeah um, have you seen any interesting stories about the PS5 or anything um, other than what I've mentioned not really that's, that's pretty much all I've saw so far I mean Obviously, it just got released. We're going to see more as they kind of roll out. Hopefully. Hopefully. Because I think that was one of uh, Sony's biggest downfalls, that they didn't make enough. 
And even if they did make enough, I mean, we would still have all these scalpers and everything. Yeah, yeah, that kind of turned into a big shit show real fast. I'm really excited to see what type of bundles we're going to start seeing, like exclusive bundles and everything, mm-hmm. um, because that will be more interesting as well for me. Because when I bought when I first bought my PS4, um, I had my PS3 first. I had The Last of Us, which was an amazing, terrific game created by Naughty Dog. And I just basically bought the PS4 when it had the remastered bundle for The, the Last of Us. So definitely, it def- I definitely saw some upgrades on graphics and gameplay and everything uh, for newer console and everything. So I enjoyed it. It didn't matter if I, it was the same game or anything. PS4, I bought my PS4 late, honestly, though. Um, I waited, saved up money, and waited for the right moment when I felt comfortable that I was going to drop like a big purchase at that time. But that's going to be my situation with the PS5, I think. And honestly, I feel like they would have done a better job if they did something similar to what Xbox would have done, honestly, with that payment plan. Okay, yeah. And buy directly from Sony, not just wait for like the retailers to sell yeah. it. Yeah, no, that the marketing move that the Xbox did was genius. Honestly, yeah. that was a super smart move to do. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it opens up potential to so many more buyers than they would have had before. And I'm pretty sure they would have more security on scalpers. Absolutely, they would. Yes, yes, they would. I did see an interesting article that Microsoft actually had to make a public announcement saying to stop blowing vape smoke into the xbox consoles the new ones you would see like yeah i've seen videos where people are they out already yeah oh okay how was that was gonna be a follow-up question of when they get released yeah if i'm correct they are uh because they already had to make an announcement to have people stop blowing vape smoke into their consoles jeez (laughs) because you would have like i don't know if you remember seeing that top part of the console where it looks like a mesh but it's actually the vents and everything yeah and people were blowing smoke into the console to make the vent like look like it's fumigating the room and stuff. <laughs> and the reason- and all they're doing is creating probably some kind of condensation inside the fucking condensation Xbox. and actually choking the system to breathe. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is wrong with people? That's so that funny. was the biggest reason why it was. Like, that's funny. Yeah, ventilation issues. So I thought that was funny. I thought that's why they brought it up. Honestly, yeah. Um, we already know PS4s are overheating just because, so. Yep. Hopefully <laughs> I mean, they PS5, get some fixes going. PS4s. <laughs> yeah. Ho- hopefully they get a fix going for that. Cause yeah. Big yikes. Definitely. Big, definitely. big yikes. All right, Manny, what do we got next? Uh, So BMW. Yes. Oh, I am so happy I found this story. So, We're talking about the Beaver, right? Well, a variant of the Beaver. Okay. You, you know, BMW designed tends to stay similarly typical throughout their models, right? Yes. Obviously, you can tell them apart, but for the most part, they have that general BMW look that they keep for all their models. Mm -hmm. So the Beaver Tooth M4 grill got transferred over to the XI, Mm -hmm. which is their all-electric like crossover SUV. And this thing is bougie as fuck. (laughs) Yeah, when I first saw that video, I was like... I was like, are they actually posting tweets that criticize their own car and brand in a commercial? Yeah. So I showed Manny a commercial for the XI before mm-hmm. we started the podcast. And so, you know, they obviously caught a lot of crap from people like me. <laughs> and me. <laughs> uh, for the ugly, nasty design. Yes. And rather than, you know take the criticism and maybe change it from the concept to the actual production or I don't know what else they really could have done, but they decided to embrace it. And they created a commercial where they actually put a bunch of the comments of people saying it's uglier. Well, one of my favorite ones, it looked like a low budget 80 sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did not see that one. I did not see that. That one was good. Oh, shit. That one was good. But they posted it on there while they talk in the background going like, when did we decide not to have change? Why don't you stay open to change? <laughs> so it, they... Did they get Obama to write that script or what? <laughs> I don't know. To me, it sounded like 
BMW was crying and they were going, why are you guys bullying me? I be open. Why. Be open to our change. It, it was actually kind of sad. I, I see what they're trying to do with the marketing ploy, you know what I mean? I think what they're doing is trying to go like, oh, okay, you guys are just uh, close-minded or, you know, maybe you're not outdated. You don't want to move forward with the, with the times, you know? Like a boomer. Well, that's actually what they put on their Twitter post. Yeah. They opened up with the uh, OK Boomer, and it says, why don't you want change? Did they, wait, did they really post that? They really posted that, which is funny to me because, again, like I try to think of things as a business standpoint. They are a business. It's mm-hmm. their brand. They promote and everything. So who is buying electric crossover BMWs? Boomers. Right? <laughs> um, it's older generation that's going to afford an electric BMW. Oh, okay. Right? It's not going to be the younger people that use OK Boomer, right? <laughs> so it's kind of like they're bankrolling on old people not seeing that shit on Twitter. <laughs> and not care about design. Yeah, well, basically they want to make it seem like it's going to be the future. This is going to be the new design that's going to catch on or something. Mm-hmm. I really, really, like, you know, there's been a plenty of cars that I look at and I'm like, oh, I don't know, maybe it'll grow on me, and it grows on me later. I don't know. You, you guys can call me out right here, right now. I don't see this one growing on me at all, and that I mean, includes the M4. I mean, the Pontiac Solis never grew on me with that bucktooth grill either. There you go. Good example. So when I first saw the, BM, the new M4 BMW, I was like, why does that look like a Pontiac? Yeah, no, that's uh <laughs> Yeah, it's it's never gonna grow on me. I mean I've never been a fan of German cars, honestly, or Euro cars, but this one takes the cake. You know, I have, at least as far as like BMWs and some like AMG Mercedes and mm-hmm. stuff, and even Audis. Some Audis are super nice. But I don't think I I don't think this design will ever grow on me. Mm-hmm. And their marketing campaign is just not gonna work. I think that's a really bad decision. Somebody's going to get fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think the funniest one is like, he's like, do you still make BMWs for normal people? Do they? St- oh, no. One of them even said, go back to making BMW. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yikes, man. Like, that that was just, that was almost cringeworthy to, cringeworthy to watch that vi- that commercial happen. The, the, the commentary actually is just like, it's, it was just more comical, honestly. It <laughs> it makes me want to be a troll and just go back to their pages. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, that was just bad. So that's a fun follow up story. I've I kind of had a blast reading that article and just laughing at that commercial. Yeah. Um. I mean, the car besides the bucktooth grill that's just comical to even look at in itself. You pointed out it has those crystal. Um, accessory pieces to move your C and yes. a little... I think that's going to be the shifter, right? I believe so. So instead of like a uh, a hand shifter, it kind of has the knob, but the knob is a little fake crystal right there. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's ridiculous. It is really ridiculous. I mean, BMW has produced some great, great sports cars. They still have some really great sports cars, but... I mean, I mean start combining this really ugly design ugly interior and then as we covered in our last episodes in the past that they're planning to do subscription services for their heated seats and other options yeah regardless if you fully own the car yeah that's they're they're cutting me out from ever buying one for sure (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i hope so for a lot of people yeah maybe an old one i'll buy an Mm -hmm. older one have some fun with that but yeah they're 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 getting chopped off the block for sure yeah all right manny let's uh let's roll into the next one yeah, so an interesting situation just occurred, basically. Uh, an actual group hacked into Capcom and stole about one terabyte uh, of data, basically. Uh, customer, employee info, and everything. And information for upcoming game releases and everything. So uh, when, I, when I looked at the article from Kotaku and everything, so it looks like it says that customer information in terms of like payment methods like banks and credit cards were not affected because that was more towards a third party system that handled those transactions 
But when it came to actual personal information, departments, locations, and everything, it was just all leaked and everything. Yikes. And they actually held... So if you remember from one of our previous episodes, and it was when we had uh, Ollie and John from Tenoshi Nights on, we had talked about upcoming games for the PS5 and new upcoming games in, in just in general. Yep. And one of them was Resident Evil 8, The Village. They actually held the release date for Ransom towards Capcom. No way. Yeah. So I guess Capcom didn't believe it, or maybe they called it a bluff in my opinion. And so now it's been leaked that it's been reported that next year in April is when they were going to have the release date for the new game for Resident Evil. Wow. Okay. So it just goes to show you, like, you have, like, these big old companies that are, like, spend, like, hundreds and thousands of dollars because this is all, like, material that they don't want out in the public because this is their life's work. And we had that similar situation with The Last of Us where everything was just leaked and everybody was just talking shit on the game, talking shit on yeah, without, the company. They were talking shit on the ending, right? But without kind of seeing the context of how they got there. Yeah. Yeah, well, actually... The leak was actually more towards the beginning. The beginning is what threw the game into the to the whole journey, and that's what pissed people off, because at the beginning of the game is when Joel was killed. Okay. So that's what pissed off everybody. But yeah, so you have these companies that like want to protect their work and everything, so they all invest hundreds and thousands of dollars into security, cybersecurity, and everything, because. It could be a potential loss in money once people find out the games and like they see how it is and they just don't want to buy it anymore. Yeah. And it just goes to show you just like Walmart like not taking an extra step for that because of that. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, that, I mean, it was just a small update, but I thought it was interesting to bring up and everything. Oh, yeah, definitely. They got to invest in either some white hat hackers or, I mean, it could always always be somebody on the inside kind of leaking that's always the case sometimes, and it's sad to say, but that usually is that kind of common sometimes. I'm sure it is. Mm-hmm. All right. What else we got, Manny? Uh, so another big update. We actually just found out today ALA is now canceled for 2021 of January. Yes. Uh, lots of good memories from ALA. Or, uh, for most people who don't know, ALA is actually a convention for animation and Japanese culture and everything called Anime Los Angeles. Weird to call it that name because it's located in Ontario, California and not <laughs> yeah. Los Angeles. Still one of my favorite cons, though. Definitely, definitely. It's be, it's usually held it's, at the Ontario Convention Center. Yeah, it's four days. Four days, yeah. And it's just big enough. It is. It's not small enough, but it's also big enough to enjoy... Um, you can go multiple days without like, all right, we've already seen everything in here and we're just kind of just droning around or something. You know what I mean? And you can just backtrack to places that you actually want to visit again because you saw something interesting that you want to check out again. Yeah. And it's not so big that it's like overwhelming of how much stuff there is or multiple things going on at the same time. Uh, definitely. I mean, Anime Expo, especially the exhibit hall, that the exhibit hall is always oh, overwhelming. Yeah. It's super packed and it's... Two days. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I've, to get through it efficiently. Efficiently, I think you need three days. Oof. In my opinion. Yeah. I mean, there's been times where like I'll take like note and it's like, oh, there's a booth over there that has something I want. I'll check it out later. The next day I go and I can't find the booth anymore because I don't remember where it was. Yeah, no, it's massive. It's it definitely is, massive. It really is massive. And biggest note, it's closer to home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because uh, it is kind of a drive to from like Riverside. Well, now for you, especially in Hammett, California. But I mean, I drive regardless, anyways. I just hate driving into LA. Uh, yes, I have I have bad memories of driving into LA. Yes, <laughs> LA traffic is not fun to play with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so it is closer to home, um, smaller and everything, much more enjoyable, and. Just overall, it's just a fun, t- a small time convention. Yeah. Or anything. Although, I think we could, could we could have seen this coming as well. Mm-hmm. I think with the new uh, Corona stuff going on, I think the last article I read was that our cases, like I guess per day number of new cases or whatever, mm-hmm. 
are actually higher than our peak lockdown time back in April. Oh, wow. Like, that's how bad it's spreading right now. Is it? Have you heard anything if it's spreading a lot in Texas? Um, You know, I didn't really get region specific. It, this was just kind of like overall cases. I think I did see something about like, I'm just saying because uh, I actually had a cousin that lives in Texas. He got he got COVID with his family and everything. And their labor, I don't know if it's because of the labor laws or just how they function over there. Yeah. But within 10 days, even though he's not fully recovered, they already wanted him back at work. Oh, wow. They didn't, they didn't want to keep paying the sick days or anything. Yeah. And they just wanted him back to work regardless if he was still infected or not. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I'd- my brother-in-law got it. He got it, and uh, the the whole household over there had to lock down for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, it's I've heard more people getting it now than before, for sure. Mm-hmm. Even even in my own personal life, I think it's just because people are getting comfortable thinking that they're getting back to normal. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's just kind of weird when you think when you know when I saw the overall numbers that are actually more than it was back in April and March. I was like, oh man, because fucking- my cousin did say that to my dad. He he's when he talked to him over the phone, he said, "Don't get comfortable." Like. Be cautious, enjoy yourself, but don't get comfortable. Your cousin's from Texas. Oh, okay, from yeah. Texas. I did see on the news um, that areas in Texas are having really, really bad unemployment right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's everywhere and everything, but I never actually kind of got to see a better example than when I saw this. It was a a food bank, mm-hmm. like giving away food for people who are unemployed and and you know, struggling through this pandemic and unemployment issue. Mm-hmm. Literally seven to eight rows, five, six hundred cars long. <sighs> like there were thousands and thousands of cars lined up for this food bank because all of them were all struggling and unemployed. Oh, wow. Like, holy, like, I mean, you know, in my own personal life, I'm okay. I've worked the entire time. I haven't been able to, you know, I haven't had to take a day off, but... I guess because I don't get to see the people struggling, it's not you know it's not like it's not there. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, <laughs> you can't tell me those are people just wanting a free bag of groceries because that's a long fucking line. <laughs> <laughs> no, Holy yeah. crap! But yeah, going back to like ALA, so with uh, vendors and artist alley and everything, their tickets to vend at the convention are not going to be rolled over to twenty twenty two. And tw- so they all have to reapply again. No, it just rolls over. Oh, it does roll over. I'm sorry. I think they gave like a, a window. It's like, hey, if you just want your refund back, you can have it. If not, by a certain date, then it'll just roll over. Okay. Similar to what Anime Expo did to a lot of the vendors and to um, audience. Like, oh shit, I forgot the name. Uh, damn it. I forgot the name. I Don't just worry about it. The- Come back to it. Yeah. Oh, attendee. Attendee. So uh, with attendees, they had like a certain day earlier this year to request a refund back. And if they did it, then it would just roll over for the next year. Okay. I let it roll over just to see how the situation turns out. Um, I still wasn't probably just planning on going. I bought it super cheap when it was at its cheapest point. So I didn't take a big loss, honestly. But interesting enough, though, it will no longer be at the the Ontario Convention Center for ALA. Really? Where is it going to? So for 2022, when ALA is projected to return back, if the COVID situation allows it to, it will be at the Long Beach Convention Center now. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a little bit farther for you now. Well, even even besides that, like I said, I don't mind driving. It's not That's mm-hmm. never been a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like the, the Long Beach Convention Center. <laughs> Have you you've been there already? Yeah, I've been there. I went there for Comic-Con. Okay, I've never been there, so I don't know what the situation is there. Uh, it, it's, I mean, it's smaller. It's cool, I guess, because of the area, kind of. But Is it smaller than the Ontario Convention Center? Mm, I felt like it was smaller. Mm-hmm. At least for the Comic-Con, I felt like it was smaller. Okay. And there's just, uh, I don't know, I... I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like the layout of it. Mm-hmm. For sure, I didn't like the layout of it. There is better restaurants around. 
Okay. That's kind of a positive. <laughs> I think it's just because it's like a beach setting and everything. Yeah, yeah. No, just because of its location, there are better like restaurants and other mm-hmm. things to do outside of the convention itself. Whereas Ontario, you have like trucking companies and industrial. Yeah, there's there. there's really nothing around Ontario unless and you just go up the street right to In and Out. Yeah. So <laughs> there's nothing really around Ontario. So at least as far as getting out of there and getting something to eat or doing something else, there is more around it. But the convention center itself just isn't as nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it for uh, ALA, actually. All right. And we'll keep an eye out to see what's the situation with Anime Impulse, which is another small-time convention that usually is located at the Pomona Fairplex. Yes. Um, My theory, and I think your theory might be along the line as well, but it most likely will be postponed. Yeah, more than likely. More than likely. Well, yeah, I guess so. I was going to say maybe because a lot of it could be outdoors at the Fairplex and the hangars are a little bit more open air than the convention center would be. But you also have to remember that it's three big conventions together in one location. Yeah, that's true. Oh, well. Is it? Yeah, that's right. It's the Asian American Expo. The Asian American Expo and then the Blush Con, which I think is just like Asian cosmetics, like makeup and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then Impulse. Yeah, so that, yeah, that probably won't happen to be honest, mm-hmm. but we'll see. We'll look out for some updates and and let everybody know. Definitely. All right. Alrighty, and then what's gonna be happening with Tesla? Yes, so Tesla has the Model Three, which is you know you can actually package that out as the affordable thirty five thousand dollar Tesla, right? Yeah, basically they're like commonplace car. Not anymore. It's gone. <laughs> Like, they actually removed it? They removed it. Why? I am not sure why, but they removed it. It is no longer an option to purchase. I mean, I you've even mentioned this before, and I never actually thought about it. Like, you would want to be selling lower-trim base models to see if it'll gain traction, and that's what's going to f- build the funding for higher-level trims. Yeah, always. It's it's always the economy cars that kind of fund and bankroll the bigger stuff. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, the regular Civics and Accord is going to fund roll any research development for the Type R. You Correct. know what I mean? Any little fusions and Tauruses and Explorers and F-150s is bankrolling productions for Mustangs and Shelbys and shit, you know? Correct. So, yeah, it was really interesting that they took it off. Mm-hmm. Um, side note though, battery day, which is the once a year thing that they do for Tesla. And they basically talk about the future and their plans and what they've accomplished throughout the year. Right. Mm -hmm. So battery day was back in September Mm -hmm. and Elon Musk made a commitment or a promise, quote unquote, you know, he's a little eccentric. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He, uh, he made a promise that He's planning to release a $25,000 Tesla within three years. Hmm. So, you figure a $25,000 electric vehicle, which already has cost savings on uh, in itself, is only going to make it that much more affordable. But if he's eliminating the only, you know, kind of practical entry level at 35, I wonder if that's still even in the works. Because mm-hmm. that, you know... That's kind of like the bigger major thing with everybody kind of pushing towards it. Is he going to become, is he, does he want his electric vehicles to become everybody uses them? Or does he want them to just become kind of like these exotics, more higher in echelon, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of interesting that he pulled them off, but, you know, Tesla's an interesting company and they're always doing something, right? <laughs> definitely, definitely. I found out they, apparently they have the same wheel lug pattern. As my Toyota pickup. <laughs> and I almost pulled the trigger and buying Tesla wheels that someone was selling and walk offer up just to put them on the Toyota pickup. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to see if they're still up for sale. True, true, true. Yeah, no, the, the company's interesting. I don't know if you remember he did all those uh, crazy things with his uh, pricing. Yes. Like he, or the, even the way he named the car was, was like sexy. <laughs> and then the pricing was like sixty nine four twenty or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and how the uh, I think the board of directors or someone or a group 
wanted him gone from the company because he was on that pad- uh, podcast show smoking a blunt. Oh, with uh, Joe Rogan? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dumb. Whatever. It's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just weed. Like, who cares? I know. All right. <laughs> what else we got, man? Oh, actually, I'm sorry. I wanted to segue one more thing into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember our episode where we talked about the uh, bill passed in California to eliminate internal combustion motors? Yes, by 2035. No, 2035. Yes. So UK just signed an order. Mm-hmm. They're going to be eliminating internal combustion motors by 2030. Oh, the sale? I believe new? it's the sale, yes. Okay, because that's going to be hard to get rid of all of them. And that's what the misconception was from the bill. Yeah, it was going to be banned. Yeah. Yeah. That well, they were going to ban every combustion car. Yeah, and that's that's kind of always the, uh, you know, the trigger headline. Yes. You trigger, you trigger them with the headline and they get all hype and then, you know, nobody reads. Yeah. <laughs> Most typical misconception, but yeah. Uh, any sale of new, brand new cars by twenty uh, by 2035. Uh, yes, and UK is now doing it by 2030. Okay. And like like we said before on the last episode, or the episode when we talked about that, you know, we weren't the first ones to implement it. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of seems like this is going to start becoming a little bit more universal throughout the world, really. We might see it, actually. We might. So, you know... We've already seen how fast-paced everything's been growing, how fast-paced the industry's been going. So, it's moving. Definitely. Be ready, kind of. Honestly, that's that's. There's not much we can do. We can, you know, we can only fight the technology for so long. But I'm gonna hold on to my gas guzzling, <laughs> <laughs> to my gas guzzling cars as long as I can. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd say, uh, kind of target your internal combustion car that you want to hold on to. Target it now. Acquire it and don't let it go. Definitely. Because uh, they might end up being worth some money. Oh, yeah. Especially like, uh, well, I don't know if you heard the rumors of the new Mustang coming. Which one? Uh, 2022. The Mach 1? Or, or different no, one? No, no, no. This is going to be a complete redesign. Another redesign of the same chassis? No, I believe it's going to be a new chassis. Ooh, okay. And there's rumors going around that it might be getting a 6.8 liter. Ooh, Yes. That's going to be interesting. So, super curious considering all the push for electric cars, you know? Didn't we talk about this? Like, that they were going to bring out this brand new motor, especially for the, for the Ford pickup trucks? Uh, It was for their, uh, yes, it was for their uh, uh, bigger trucks. And this was the, like, Godzilla motor, and it was like mm-hmm. a seven liter. Oh, never this mind. Is, okay. But it was bringing back a push rod motor. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this one's going to be push rod or um, dual Modular. overhead. Yeah. So I'm not sure about that, but there are rumors going around the of a 6.8 liter in them. Now, whether it's just rumors or not, I kind of felt that, that the next generation might end up being hybrid mm-hmm. just because of the way everything is going, you know? But I'll keep my ear to that too and see if I can find out anything. Definitely. Because if... Your generation ends up being the last internal combustion. It might be something to hold on to, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, Manny, let's roll us into the next one. What do we got? Alrighty. So, why is Honda Civic on Twitch? Oh yes. Or so, why are we on Twitch? Shh. Nobody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the test run. Okay. So I don't look like a fool when we actually do it. <laughs> so. Yes, uh, the release of the the new model design for the Honda Civic is coming, and they chose Twitch to be the platform to release it. That's actually very interesting. Yeah, I think it's because they knew we were going to Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it you know it's it's all everything's business. They're trying to think ahead and they're trying to target a certain demographic. Mm-hmm. And you know that's actually a pretty smart way to target it. Mm-hmm. And you know they. They want to get the younger generations into it. And that's kind of what they're targeting for. Now, the fact that they're kind of eliminating a little bit of like the coops and things like that, and I'm a little bit unsure about. <laughs> and I think they removed the manual off of one of them, right? They already did? Yeah, they did. So there, there's no, there's going to be no more coops at all. Oh, wow. So I'm not sure how I feel about that, but... uh 
they're targeting the younger generation, which, you know, I've kind of always, I mean, the Civic's been popular with everybody. Mm-hmm. Whether you're young, old, grandma, whatever, everybody gets a Honda Civic. <laughs> so I just thought it's funny that they're really kind of leaning into it this time. The release is going to be tomorrow, and unfortunately, this podcast releases on Wednesday. Yes. So we're just a day early <laughs> to actually see it. So we'll probably actually do some coverage on it next uh next week. Yeah. Which might be a little bit late for everybody, but you know, that's just kind of how it happened. I think the same thing happened with the Nissan, right? Yes, it did. We recorded knowing that it was going to drop the very next day and we're like, "Damn." Yeah. <laughs> so we're just missing it again, but hey, that's just how it happens sometimes. Wait. Japan is in the future right now. I Don't can call. I can call fucking up, start, man. <laughs> I can call a buddy and let him tell. Have him tell us what happened. All right. Well, while you do that, let's roll into the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, hear me out. They're in the future. They know this shit already. All right. You know what? Speaking of which, I do have another story that's not even on the board, but I read it and I fucking laughed my ass off. And it's about Japan. Okay. So we might even have to start a segment of like. You know, it's just called What the Fuck Japan. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a robotics company. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am drawing a blank on their name right now. But there's a robotics company that's... um, They created a hand. Not a full <laughs> robot. Don't giggle yet. Hold on. Just hold, hold your laughter. <laughs> and uh, so they created a hand to hold for replacement of your girlfriend. (laughs) And if this isn't the most saddest otaku shut-in shit I've ever heard, it's a hand that holds when you squeeze it, it squeezes you back. And it warms up. (laughs) It plays background music of her walking so you can kind of walk and hold its hand of you know just just this dismembered hand and even make sounds of her clothes ruffling they said if you want to make her nervous you can stick a damp towel in it and i guess they created pores to let it sweat a little bit (laughs) so in america we're looking at another shutdown because of COVID, and Japan is walking around with dismembered hand girlfriends. This reminds me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm at a loss of words right now, but this reminds me of that one episode of Big Bang Theory. Did you ever watch the show? Uh, not like consistently, but sporadically, yes. So one of the characters was Howard. He was the Jewish astronaut. Mm-hmm. And he with the with the mom issues. Yes, he stole a robotic arm from NASA and decided to use it to jerk off. <laughs> he put it at a wrong command and it pulled a de- uh, death grip on his penis. Oh! And so he turned off the whole system, and it was just it stayed in that motion, in that position. So he. Had, he called his friends and they took him to the hospital and the hospital put him on blast through the whole intercom. I got a man with a robotic arm on his penis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably what this is actually being used for. Mm-hmm. I I would be very, very reserved to say that there's somebody actually walking around with this dismembered robot hand walking around pretending like it's their girlfriend. I mean, you They're got, using it to jack off. I mean, you got, you got guys as traps walking around in Japan, so I wouldn't doubt it. All right, maybe. You got me there. <laughs> Don't forget furries. Yeah, that too. We're going to get banned from Twitch for this. We we got to be careful with this, right? <laughs> I don't know. Twitch never told me anything. I read the things I'm not really supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I read that and I was like, oh man, I know what I'm getting Manny for Christmas now. <laughs> oh, I might be that lonely, but I'm not that lonely. You might be that lonely, but not that lonely. Yes, to go to the point where I have to like <laughs> resort to that issue or to that situation. No. All right, so we're just kicking in for Leo then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we could. 
All right, Manny, what else do we got on the board? Uh, speaking of this situation, I just remembered of another situation. All right. So they actually made a sex doll, a robotic sex doll that made it look like Miku, Hatsune Miku. And they introduced it to a brothel in Spain. Oh, no. And the sex workers at the brothel in Spain protested and boycotted the brothel because the sex robot was taking all the business. <laughs> That's disturbing. Yeah, so it it brought in customers, but it took away customers from the real thing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, that, I thought that was just a little side note. There's not that much to talk about it, honestly. All right. That was funny. Got it. <laughs> so you want a ticket to Spain instead? Pretty much. All right. <laughs> we'll find Leo there. Probably. <laughs> All right, what do we got on the board, Manny? Uh, and then we, f- so last week we introduced our racing simulator rig. Yes. So, uh, I guess asterisk, 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 we changed it again. <laughs> again? I thought it was just the second time. Well, they don't know about the first change. So we originally said on the last episode we were going to do iRacing with, what did I put on? Oh, Miata, right? Mm-hmm. I racing with the Miata at the competition Auto Club Speedway. Yeah. But with the, uns- you know, and I kind of said it on the podcast. And as I said it, I started thinking about it that, you know, that track might be going away. And who knows if they're going to keep that track on yes. iRacing. So I was kind of like, ah, damn. <laughs> and I would hate to like start one and then, you know, Partway through of our podcast, all of a sudden, it's gone, and now we got to, like, change the whole thing up or restart, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I decided to go for a track that I know isn't going away for a while. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, excuse me, if Auto Club Speedway wasn't going away, it probably was going to be my first choice anyways. And that's uh, Button Willow uh, uh, CW13. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, iRacing doesn't have it. I actually had to switch to Assetto Corsa. Mm-hmm. And since they're super mod heavy and a lot of, you know, people do track scans and even cars and all these types of mods for everything. Yes. I was able to download it on there. Oh, okay. And you know what? Maybe it's for the best because Assetto Corsa seems to be a lot more forgiving than iRacing was, it's a lot easier to kind of just jump into. So maybe if we have guests that come on that maybe aren't super inept with gaming or super inept with like simulation or even competitive driving, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like a good competitive driver would even have a little bit of an edge, even if they don't, you know, game too too often. Yeah. But a set of courses is way easier than iRacing. Yeah. <laughs> And you saw just from jumping in it, right? Yes. For the few minutes you did today. So it's it's a lot more forgiving. You're not going to spin out every other time like iRacing. I still felt my motion sickness kicking in, but it wasn't as bad as with iRacing, honestly. Yeah. So we did change the track and I guess basically the the actual host for it. So it's going to be Assetto Corsa uh, CW13. And we are going to be using basically... Takami's 8.6 to kind of bring our whole podcast together, right? Anime yeah. and cars. <laughs> Fucking weeb. I know. I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> but uh, it's not a drift track. It is going to be time attack. And um, it is, you know, it's not like the base model, so it's not dummy slow. It is the tuned AE86. Yes. So we're going to run We're gonna run that with Button Willow, and that'll be our uh, kind of our guest track, our everyday driver. Definitely. Ish. <laughs> I still want to try Big Willow. Yeah. I don't think I have it in there yet, but I'll get the mod for you so we can start uh, running Big Willow too and any other track we want, really. I'll start loading them up in there. Definitely. So those that'll be the actual track we'll start using for the guests. Um, like we did mention earlier, we are streaming on Twitch right now. We're kind of testing up some things, making sure we know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe changing the studio layout a little bit and getting it ready. Mm-hmm. So that is coming very soon, and we're almost there. Right? Baby steps, baby steps. Something like that. <laughs> um, but with that, 
Any uh, personal updates for you, Manny? Uh, not really too much right now. My dad just threw out the idea, like threw a bone at me, saying to sell him my Toyota pickup just so he can start using it on the yard for work. Because <laughs> he was considering replacing one of them already. Okay. Because it's, it's just that old or just that. I'm, I'm assuming you said no. I told him, like, if you really need it for work, I'd be okay with it. Like, Oh, I don't I'm mind. surprised. Because I believe I asked you a question if you were going to sell one right now, which one would be the first to go? Mm-hmm. And I, I assume the Toyota pickup, I guess maybe because it's not really in my, I guess, wheelhouse, you know? Mm-hmm. But you actually said the El Camino, El Camino yeah. which surprised me a lot. Yeah. So Toyota might go away? Uh, He said that we'll talk about it later, honestly. Okay. Um. If it does happen, I mean, I'll just probably look for a better looking Toyota pickup. Okay. But still get another one, basically. Yeah. All right. Which he didn't like the idea when he asked me that, too. He was like, so if I do buy it, what are you going to use the money to get? Then it's like, another Toyota pickup. It's like, uh, he shook his head in disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably because, like, he sees it as a work truck, you know? Yes, he does. So That's it's all kinda, he sees it as. Yeah, so it's kind of like, okay, why are you going to put around in a work truck? Get yourself something nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I already have two very nice cars, nice-looking cars, regardless. True, true, true. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I can kind of see that, but I don't know. I guess I kind of see it like a work truck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, you you really can see it as a work truck, honestly. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, they're they're very capable work trucks for sure. Like, they're reliable. You can throw a ton of miles at them, beat the fuck out of them. Yes. And they keep going. That's kind of what they're built for, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess as a casual cruiser, it wouldn't be in my, I guess, on my list, you know? Yeah. But that's just me. Well, I just told him basically, he's like, like if you really want to do it, just let me know. Because if you don't want to go through it, then you want to still keep beating around those old that old truck till it just like no longer gives out. It just basically gives out on you. Because uh, I plan to possibly redo the whole suspension. Yes, Sway bar, I think you control had, arms, leaf springs, everything. You had plans on painting it too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely figure that out before you invest too much money into it. Yeah, I told him that. I told him straight. I was like, look, I already have these plans. And I'm already in this process of planning these these this type of work. So if you want to go through with it, just let me know and we can do it. Yeah. All right. Well, shoot, that would be, uh, I guess, like a little reset for your project. Mm-hmm. No, I don't mind. Honestly. Well, I mean, because some of the parts you bought brand new on it, you can probably swap out from the old one and keep for your next one, right? Exactly. That's what I told him because he was already thinking about it. Like, oh, but you already invested this money and started putting this. It's like, it, it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, the the wheel, the tail lights. Um, what else did you do? Just, just that. Everything else was just mechanical wise, like yeah, tune up, suspension, and okay. Everything. Yeah, but at least the stuff. There's parts you can take off and just throw mm-hmm. to your next one, anyways. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, keep me posted on that one. Yeah. We'll see about resetting, I guess. Yeah. And I'll pressure you into getting like a a Crown Victor race. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could happen, too. It it could. It very well could. I just saw one for sale that has way less miles and idle hours than mine. <laughs> I was kind of like, God damn. <laughs> it was cheap. <laughs> but uh, all right. Cool, cool. But yeah, that's it. That's pretty much just an update for me, honestly. Yeah. Well, I got my subframe connectors finally in. In the Fox body? Yes, sir. Nice. Yes. Oh, Those subframe connectors have been sitting in my garage for ever (laughs) i'm telling you man you just have things on jack stands nope 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 it's on the ground (laughs) but i actually bought those subframe connectors like three years ago dude yeah i remember you told me and i switched from different platforms (laughs) with the intention of throwing those subframes onto the next platform so it's kind of funny because i originally bought it from my fox yeah and then i ended up with the svo so I was like, oh, I'll just throw the subframes on the SVO. They still work for it. Yeah. Um, after doing so much work to the SVO, I you know, I moved past that venture and got the Cobra. And I was like, well, I'll just throw the subframes on that one. <laughs> and now that I have the Fox body back, 
my original Fox body back, it's kind of like it's going back into the car I originally bought it mm-hmm. for. So they're finally on there. They're welded in, good to go. That's like the first major step into it. Um, I also changed out my mufflers. Okay. Because I don't know if I'm just getting old, Manny, but god damn, I don't remember that thing being that loud. <laughs> and thinking about it, I think I used to actually drive it around louder than it was. I did notice it quieter. And you haven't even heard it with the new mufflers yet. No. Because <laughs> I used to drive it around with the H-pipe and resonators. Yes. No cats, no mufflers. Mm-hmm. And then towards the before, right before I sold it last time, I sold it with um, Flowmasters. Yes. That went over, over the axle, like piping over the axle. I remember. And um, he took the piping over the axle off and just dumped it at the muffler. Ooh. But still left the muffler on there. So it was, yep. it was pretty fucking loud. I still don't think it was as loud as it was with my resonators thinking back at it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's getting to be a little bit much for me. <laughs> um, I might even throw cats back on it. Okay. But for right now, I put like some Magnaflow mufflers, and much quieter. Much. I mean, they're still loud. There's no cats, so obviously it's still really really loud. Mm-hmm. But much more tame. Yeah. So I feel a little bit better driving it around. Not such a burn. But uh, yeah, with the subframe connectors welded in, that kind of sets me up to start um, finishing up the pieces for the full racing suspension. Yes. And I think I'm actually going to get some help for it. like Professionally or just like a friend? Uh, a friend. Okay. A friend. He's, uh, I think his goal is going to be to open up his own shop. Okay. So he kind of works out of his garage right now, but, you know, the boy is, uh, he's a younger guy and he's pretty talented you know he's he's gutting motors out of mustangs in like three three hours only mustangs or does he do everything other stuff everything oh, okay he actually did a full motor swap on a, like a 2015 uh fusion and he's done full you know auto transmission swaps on like dodges and hondas and toyotas like he's doing some pretty major work out of there okay he's doing really good and uh so i've known him for a little while i've actually you know the Mustang community is kind of small, so I've bought parts from him a couple times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he bought a Fox body, and he's planning to fix it up, get the five lug swap going and everything. Yeah. So when I do my um, the race suspension into the Fox, I'm going to have a full lo- five lug swap stuff that I was going to sell anyways. So I kind of hit him up and told him, like, hey, dude, if you still need the five lug sw- stuff, I'll give you the whole rear end and front spindles. I just want help with the front suspension on my car. Because I know that's going to be a mother, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm already... I've been trying to plan it out and just kind of, like, see what I'm going to need to do it. And that's going to be a little bit major. The rear, I'm not too concerned about. I'm yeah. pretty sure I can do the rear on my own. I just got to order those brackets that that's going to get welded in for the panhard bar and the torque arm. Definitely. So... Yeah, first major step in done, so I'm going to start gathering up the next parts, and maybe I'll have the Fox body done f- sooner than I thought. Um, Anything else? Do you got any uh, Toys for Tots updates? Did you hear of any coming on for fundraisers, charity work? Uh, I think I did hear a Gas Rat cu- uh, Gas Rats uh, Customs uh, possibly doing one. Let me check it out right now. I sent you, an ar- I sent you a link about it, actually, too. Oh, did you? Uh, I think it was a story, so they probably already took it off. Okay, so where is this uh, gas rats? Uh, they're usually like in Torrance. In Torrance? Yeah. Okay. So kind of a drive still, but um, I'd have to look at their IG page again to see if there's anything located. Because now that I see it, it looks like it was. it's no longer available anymore. Okay. We'll look at their main page and uh, send me a screenshot. What we'll do for this episode is we'll try to get a list going. Of maybe any canned food drives, charity drives, toy mm-hmm. toy drives going on for the holidays, and every episode drop, I'll try to drop as many flyers as I could for those. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see one uh, from GTR High Performance. Yes, they're doing one in Rancho Cucamonga, November twenty second, and that's mm-hmm. going to be at Legends Burgers in Rancho. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe starting at nine a.m. Okay. 
So I'll have that one uh, dropped with our episode post. If you can send me that one and we'll just kind of start lining these up so everybody can know where to go do and donate, you know, show their car off too. Definitely, definitely. But with that, Manny, I think that's an episode. Yeah. Why don't you tell the people where they can find us? Yeah, you can definitely find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website at UnacceptedPod.com. You forgot Twitch. I know, you're just so used to it now. I know. I got to mix it up on you now. I know. (laughs) So you can find us on Twitch at UnacceptedPod. Unofficial release, but we're getting there. Yeah. (laughs) And be sure to like, subscribe, follow, leave a review anywhere you're listening or, I guess, watching now this podcast. If you want to send us an email, have a question, send a death threat, you can send it to unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And with that, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Johnny.